Baseball podcast. The weather's getting warmer. It's getting more March-ish. I don't know. I'm Welcome. excited. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you don't introduce me at all. I mean, I was getting there. Listening to this are going to be like, who's the other guy with this sque- screechy voice that is on the podcast? <laughs> they don't even know who you are. Why don't you say your name and then introduce me like a normal podcast host? Oh, that's that's. Stupid and silly, oh and I God. was Seriously, getting there. I'm already at 11. I can't go any higher. Like this is it, man. I'm not, I'm about to have a, a nervous breakdown, and we're only a minute and a half into this thing. You know, if you had let me finish my intro, I oh, may okay. have gotten my bad, there. My bad. I'm JB Gilpin. That's great. The end. And <laughs> Bean. <laughs> So how are you doing, Gray? How's the, uh, you got the rankings done? Jeff Francoeur. Scene. I'm doing okay. You should, you want to hear a, uh, a slightly, uh, actually it's not slightly, it's pretty ridiculous. A story, a a grandfather story. Oh my God. Grandpa Albright is is causing a ruckus again. He's got it again, man. Oh no. Oh my God. So I was talking to, so he calls me up last week. And I'm like, what's what's been going on? What are you up to? He's 89 years old uh, for our uh, new listeners, if there are any. <laughs> so my 89 year old grandfather calls me, and he's like, I went to I I went to a transgender karaoke last week. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Wait, wait, wait. Back up one second. Where where did you go? He's like, yeah. Uh, they're uh, men dressed like women. Uh, I wasn't sure at first. They're really, they're actually, they're kind of sexy. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but but then at the end of the song, they strip, and you can see they're pea shooters. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's one of these. Uh, he called it, when he said he said uh, L B G Y N O L B Gyno somehow that was the abbreviation. Uh, well, it's a good thing uh, I read your uh, Daniel Murphy one. Good thing Daniel Murphy wasn't there or John Smoltz, right? I know, I know. I, uh, my grandfather's more open minded than Daniel Murphy, apparently. <laughs> Oh, Which is uh, ironic for Daniel Murphy because didn't he miss like a month last year because of an ass injury? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. It wasn't last year. Last year he was he had a really good year. I don't know if it was last year. And he had like a uh, glute 
injury. He did have he did have a, a glutus maximus problem. <laughs> Don't Are we all? Not entertained. <laughs> okay. This, I, just, <laughs> I just said that out. I was just talking out my ass. Well, what like, glutus maximus? <laughs> whatever new listeners we got to listen to this silly thing, they all left <laughs> now. So they <laughs> don't even know. I, like if you if you were to play this podcast for like the first ten minutes, <laughs> any, anywhere in the world, they would be like. I have no clue what this podcast is about, but I really want to stop listening. You want to know what we should do? We should just do that for one podcast. Just have this kind of conversation. Never talk about baseball and see how much people complain. Uh, the fact that the fact that you even say we do talk about baseball uh, is it's, just, it's, yeah. just, just like barely. No, we, we do. We got uh, we we a big position today. You got to... I know. All right, so yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple pieces of news since our last show, but then the majority of the show we're gonna start our position previews. And since most podcasts and stuff start with catcher, which is the lamest thing ever, ever, I'm like, screw that. We're gonna start with outfield. We're gonna do outfield preview today. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah, and everyone who is here for the catcher preview just shut off their (laughs) their podcast. (laughs) Like, ah. Man, no. I thought we were talk about Austin Hedges. Uh, Goodbye. We're we're gonna lump catcher in with other more interesting things. It's been like five minutes on catchers, so yeah. yeah. We've already we, spent we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the top twenty outfielders, then we're gonna talk about three catchers, and then we're gonna go into the top forty outfielders. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna sprinkle catchers in. Okay, if you wanna yeah, that way that way it's done. We can do that if you want. Uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, all right, some uh, news through the past week. Uh, pitchers and catchers report, and it's always fun when the number one prospect in baseball has Tommy John surgery right away. Yay! Uh, I was uh, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, obviously everyone was disappointed with the rest thing, but I was disappointed <laughs> for a uh, for a different reason. I kind of wanted people to draft him. Uh, much higher than uh, he was going. Like I had him ranked way lower than he was being uh, ranked just about anywhere I saw. I I was ranking him probably a good fifty to seventy five spots after everyone else because huh. he didn't. Yeah, he, he had no chance of uh, making the team in the rotation without an injury to someone else. I mean, granted, Wainwright, Waka, um, you know, uh, Leak. Uh, is Leak even there? Yeah, Leak. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of stability in that staff, uh, I would say, outside of CMART. But the fact that, I mean, if everyone's going to be healthy, I don't really, I didn't really see Reyes breaking camp in the rotation. So I was, I was really much further uh, down on him than anyone else. So I was kind of hoping he was going to be healthy just so other people would draft him, and then I'd be like, I told you not to draft him. Yeah, well, <laughs> so for really selfish reasons, I'm, <laughs> I'm upset that he hurt himself. Uh, well, but, now, yeah, yeah, he's got the Tommy John, and now everyone can cross him off your list then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like uh, last year. No, I think, um, was Pollock, did he make it out of, spring training like last year i didn't want any part of pollock and then i think he got injured it was right at, towards right the, at the beginning tail end of yeah like the tail end of oh, the spring yeah you're right it was kind of towards the end of spring yeah he was uh like lifting himself off of home base <laughs> of home plate yeah. and he like broke yeah. his yeah he slid funny into home yeah. plate or something. so um uh, so that was another one where like 
I was really upset that he uh, injured himself, but not because <laughs> not because I had any personal stake in in him for fantasy, but because I wanted other people to draft him. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a real asshole. Uh, everyone knew that already. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, old, so, old news. <laughs> uh, Reyes for Dynasty. Uh, do you do you have enough faith in Tommy John now? It seems almost you know the success rate is way up. I mean, Zach Wheeler didn't go so well, but. You know, you Darvish went well. Do you think he'll be back fine? I think think Wheeler still could be fine. It was just, you know, it was still early last year when he came back. I wouldn't count on Reyes to be very good in 2018. Um, Maybe he returns end of July, uh, August. Maybe. Maybe when rosters expand in September of 2018, maybe he's back by then. But... I think he should be, tw- uh, be should be fine for 2019. I, uh, I he's young enough. I'm not that concerned with Tommy John surgery. Uh, it's just a, it's just like a waiting game from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah. You just uh, Reyes will be back. He just won't be back for. I would give him two years. Yeah, I kind of think this. They're they're going to give him extreme kids gloves and and hope. Yeah, you may not even see him until June of 2019. And even at that point. What's he? Twenty three now, so he'll be like twenty five. He still has he can still have a, a great career in front of him. He's just not going to get started. He's not going to be uh, productive until you know twenty five, twenty six years old. Yeah. Uh, another injury. This one much smaller, but I wanted to bring it up and kind of have a discussion about uh, injuries in general in spring. But Josh Tomlinson has a calf strain. Had an MRI uh, showed the strain. I saw somewhere that they're optimistic he'll be ready for opening day. I'm like, shit, man, that's a that's a long calf injury. That means he might miss the entirety of spring. How do you treat these spring injuries? Because more and more, I feel like these guys get these little injuries in spring, and then they end up having bad seasons because their preparation's messed up. Um. Yeah, I agree. I uh, Donaldson specifically. Is kind of in the same camp as uh, Reyes in that I was, I'm I'm pretty down on Donaldson this year in the spring. So I'm hoping people still draft him very aggressively. Uh, I hope people don't now lay off of him. Uh, you know, like I uh, I I I prefer people draft him top eight, so I can yeah. not so I can not have to be faced with whether or not I want him at the uh, the ten or eleven spot. Um, for in general, for injuries in the spring, I'm kind of in the mindset that if it if it's got him sidelined at all, I'm I'm docking I'm docking him some. Uh, but it it does it does matter what the injury is. Something like a calf strain, you know, I like I just said, I don't I'm not really that crazy about Donaldson in general, but a calf strain and Donaldson really isn't that big of a deal because. He's not like he's not a guy who necessarily needs the spring. He could get up, he could probably get up to speed in about a week. Uh, so if he if he's good for April seventh versus April second, uh, you know, opening day, or you know, if he needs like five days to get up to speed during the regular season, it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, and a calf strain isn't that major, I think. Uh, you know, it depends though. Like, if it's someone like uh, Marte in a calf strain, a guy who uses his legs, 
then I would be, con- you know, uh, Sterling Marte, that is. I, then I'd be concerned, but it's, you know, as of right now, knock on wood, Sterling Marte's fine. I hope I didn't just jinx him. <laughs> my, oh. my, my bad. I apologize to Sterling Marte and his family. I did not mean to just say that. But, yeah, I uh, I think injuries, for the most part, it's really on a case-by-case basis. Uh, but, for the you know, in general... If it's a calf strain and it's a veteran player, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Like I didn't, I didn't change my rankings due to Donaldson's calf strain. It doesn't, it didn't really, uh, it didn't affect me at all. All right. Well, it moves him down a few for me because the top, like eight or nine or something like that, they're all like super young, and Donaldson was the only like thirty plus aged guy in the top, you know, eight or nine, something like that. Uh, who would you rather draft? Or, or I forget your ranks. Uh, you had Miggy a couple behind Josh Donaldson. Right? No, I had him. I had him uh, one behind. I had oh, okay. a Don- a Donaldson, Miggy, Trey Turner. I- I'd probably take Trey Turner and Miggy over Donaldson now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I- I- I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. I don't. You know, if you were to look at my rankings, I don't foresee my rankings necessarily being like it's. You know, it's very flattering to think that. You know, people are going to draft exactly how I ranked guys, but I doubt that happens in any <laughs> in any realm of the world. I have Kershaw 21 overall. He's going regularly in the top 12. So I don't think it's even going to be a – it's not even going to really come down to whether I want Donaldson or That's Trey true. Turner, I don't think. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think it's uh, – you know, worst-case scenario is you're picking at 14 – or nah, maybe 12. If you're picking at 12 to 14, I'll say, and Donaldson's still on the board, that's the point where it becomes like, oh, I kind of have to take Donaldson yeah. here. You know, I'm getting a, a five-spot a five um, redu- reduction on because of a calf strain. I'm, I'm getting a, you know, I'm getting a little bit of value. I think I'm, you know, at that point, I think you got to take Donaldson, but it, it also comes down to who else is on the board. If Miggy and Trey Turner are still on the board at 14, you still go Miggy or Trey Turner, and Donaldson goes to 15? At what point, you know, at what point do you take Donaldson? Uh, It's hard. Around mid-second, maybe a little higher than that. I just really like Trey Turner, and I think Miggy's going to be fine. Yeah, no, I I love Trey Turner, and I don't like Donaldson, but at a certain point, you know, okay, Trey, Trey Turner's gone, Miggy's gone, it's your pick at 14, or, or say you took Trey Turner at 12, and then at pick 13, you could take Donaldson. Do you take Donaldson, or do you go with, uh, you know, Carlos Correa or something? Well, I'd probably keep Donaldson over Correa. Yeah. But I think that's that's right around the range. I think, you know, just move him down a couple for me. Not a ton, but, you know, uh, they, they play on the AstroTurf. It's a leg thing. I mean, I'm probably reading too much into it because there's not much news to talk about. But That was yeah. the big thing. Yeah, I mean that is that's a an issue definitely with early in the spring. There's nothing else yeah. to talk so, about. So so sometimes you just like overreact you're worried to about calf strain. But um yeah. Don- Donaldson's legs were an issue coming from Oakland to Toronto and they were like, you know, that was the that was a narrative going on when he first came over and it never affected him uh, one bit. True. And also in the spring or in February, I'll say you know, a guy like Donaldson gets a calf strain, 
and he's out for a couple weeks, say three weeks, and he's taking, he's 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 doing cage work or whatever. Uh, he's still, you know, hitting off a tee or hitting uh, in a cage or doing whatever. Not hitting off a tee. <laughs> he's not twelve years old. They um, do that. When they're rehabbing? <laughs> okay. So whatever he's doing, he's rehabbing, right? <laughs> but my point was, it's February. If this was May, he'd probably sit out for three games and be back already. You know, like, they know he has time. So that could be another thing. Maybe the calf strain isn't really even that big of a deal. It's just he's sitting out for three weeks because they're like, why are we going to push him? When, what are we getting them ready for? The WBC? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the WBC? Oh, we talked about this last show that we both hate when people are playing in that. Yeah, I, I hate it. It's so, it's so annoying. But I also wouldn't, I wouldn't dock people uh, for playing in it. But I'm not thrilled with it. Yeah. Um, last thing with news. I have something else, but I'll throw it in outfielders. But uh, the Padres signed Jared Weaver. Do you care at all for NL only? Uh, I mean, it's no, I, I actually, by the time he threw, I just, this sentence I just said that a pause, <laughs> ellipse, pause sentence was faster than his fastball. I know he, he, he's a softball pitcher. I know, but it's in Petco. We've seen weirder things happen. He's, he's garbage. Come on. Mm-hmm. I was, I was joking. I mean, he's, he's so awful. <laughs> he's not even like you don't in the NL only 12 team you take Jared Weaver in a, in the free round just as a flyer that maybe you could start him against lesser teams at home I mean you wouldn't even start him every time out in an NL only league I wouldn't go ne- I wouldn't go near him in any league yeah, I'm just throwing it out there I'm not saying I'm huge on it either I'm just yeah you're a big Jared Weaver fan admit it uh, I used to really like Jared Weaver back in wow, the... Wow! The truth came with... Damn! Like, you, you broke under questioning real fast. Well, I, the year he had when he had like a zero-something ERA for the first month and six wins. Uh, he had that <laughs> wow, one... Wow, we are talking to a big Jared Weaver fan. You remember a month from seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, well... Jared Weaver's a tall blonde guy. That's like me. <laughs> what? It's my spirit it's getting animal. Getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> what? Is... <laughs> if you've got a Jared Weaver fathead above your bed, then we need I've, to talk. I've got a, air. a Jared Weaver trapper keeper. It's, uh, it's uh, I like it. You know. And, uh, and, the, and the, the, uh, the Velcro that closes is his mullet. <laughs> So I, I do have a lock of his hair that I can use. Uh, okay. Then... Oh, it's one of those like Manila Manila folders that has like instead of a string that yeah, goes around. Yeah. It, it's, it's some a of his lock of locks of his locks of his blonde hair. He's uh, okay. That 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 devolved really quickly. Let's go to outfielders, Gray. You excited? Slow clap. Uh, so overall on outfielders, uh, it kind of feels like it's uh, top heavy and then gets thin pretty quick. Real, real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, uh, I was actually saying on the site today that I, I like a lot of upside gambles at outfield later, uh, like not even that later. Well, not later, not that later for me, <laughs> but I like upside gambles versus like a lot of, you know, there's a lot of like Beltran type, at, like, like 
Brett Garner Ugh. and Eltran and Ellsbury. Oh. And, um, you know, and, and, on the, and on the high side, Carlos Gonzalez's and uh, uh, Matt Kemp's and Adam Jones's. Like, there's a lot of those, like, Ugh, okay. I can't, like, no one's getting excited about drafting Adam Jones. I'm not saying Adam Jones is necessarily going to be bad, but you're not getting excited about him. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You're, there's no one being like, yes. Adam Jones. <laughs> I have I have gotten my second outfielder, and I am so pumped. High five myself. Thank you. This is what Gray does when he drafts. He <laughs> high fives himself. Um, all right, let's. You know, I, I mentioned outfielders, and you throw out the worst names imaginable. So let's let's go let's go top down and talk about more interesting people. Uh, Mike Trout, number one. I want to mention him real quick. That he said he wants to steal forty bases this year. It's Mike Trout. He's going to be running this year. Uh, yeah, completely. Uh, I think, you know, I have him probably higher on the steals than most people. I like, I mean, I never thought his steals were going to go away. I remember last year, he, he was coming, uh, a preseason last year, he was coming off a, uh, a low steal year for him. Uh, for him um when 2014 or whatever but i still even at that point i was like he's a 20 steel guy you know whether he gets there or not is dependent on not to throw this back to donaldson but dependent on like leg injuries and how often you know he has a situation for running but mike trout if you just watch him play he's a 20 steel guy no matter what i mean that's what he is now if he steals only 12 or nine bases that's because maybe he had a hamstring pull at some, or you know he had a calf injury or uh, some injury during the year that slowed him down and if he steals 35 bases that means he was just on base more um, in situations where he could run and his legs felt good and he was motivated to steal I think if you watch him play he's easily a steal guy that's I mean that he just is. He's not like, um, you know, a guy who you look at and you're like, that guy. How is he stealing ten bases? He's not fast. Mike Trout is fast. Yeah. And uh, last three years, the walks have gone dramatically up each year. The strikeouts gone dramatically down each year. The OVP keeps going up. Spend a lot in your auctions for Mike Trout. We're not breaking any ground there. Um, so you got Mookie, Chris Bryant, Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Springer, Blackman, Marte, and Desmond as your one through nine. We already talked a lot about those guys on the uh, top 20. So I'm just kind of flying through those. I like Blackman, I think a little bit more than you. Um, I know you love Marte. I mean, he's, I do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Marte is a little bit riskier, um, just because of you know, what he, what he brings to the table. I mean, if it's, uh, you know, if it's a, uh, like we, you know, I guess is a recurring theme in this, uh, podcast, but again, if he has a leg injury, then Marte's major asset of steals goes down a lot and there could be issues with him, you know, getting anything but steals. So, I mean, you know, it's Marte's a little bit riskier than other guys that like a Blackman, I feel like is, uh, you know, he's a little bit safer uh, because of cores. Um, and they were saying that they want him to steal more, uh, you know, but that's like, 
oh, Sandoval lost weight. Big. No, I know. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say big deal, but actually, if he lost weight, he's a little, little it's a deal. smaller deal. Yeah. Smaller deal. Yeah, smaller deal. Yeah. A, less, a less rotund deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, you know, I like Marte a lot. I think a guy who has 15 homer power and 40 steel speed is, he's a second, he's a second rounder. Now, whether he, he gets to those numbers is, you know, there's, you know, a little bit of luck and a little bit of uh, his, you know, how well he, uh, you know, just how well he steals, whether he wants to steal, who knows? There's so many factors, but his ability, his baseline ability is 1540. So I, I no. like that from Marte. Uh, we both love Desmond. We talked about him. All right, so 10th, you've got Giancarlo, and 11, J.D. Martinez, 12, Cruz. So the big power guys. I don't, I don't know. Giancarlo scares me too much. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I agree. He, he's a lot more worrisome than I would, you know, I would like. Uh, he's just, you know, he's, it's really like, you gotta like you gotta at a certain point you gotta be like what's a guy's ability versus what's his likelihood to actually reach that you know uh, level um, and Giancarlo is definitely moving the the distance between his ability and potential to reach his ability are moving in the wrong directions yeah. at this point he's moving they're they're going opposite ways unfortunately it's been doing that for a couple of seasons. Um, and if he has another year, like if he comes out this year and misses a month and only hits 28 homers and, you know, if he has one of his his weaker seasons, I think at this point Giancarlo may be like a fifth or sixth rounder next year. I mean, it, you can't just keep giving him the benefit of the doubt just because yeah, yeah. you watch him and it's like, wow, that guy could hit 60 homers. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't doubt he could hit 60 homers, but, man, he can't stay on the field. Yeah, agreed. So, and I mean, your, your projections for J.D. Martinez and Nelson Cruz are a few less home runs, but both are going to hit for better average. I feel like you get more safety. I know Nelson Cruz is old, but he's been healthy for a bunch of years now. now DHS, yeah, I know. So. Watch so. Uh, Giancarlo take that route in his career, because Nelson Cruz, if you remember – up until about oh, age yeah. 27, he was so injury prone. Injured he couldn't stay on the field. Yeah. So. Right? So then, yeah, maybe Giancarlo, you know, I, I don't, you know, that would just be a coincidence. They, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like they peed in the same fountain like a, a bad vice versa Jason Bateman movie. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I think Giancarlo and Nelson Cruz are not that dissimilar, though. Yeah. It'd be cool if, like, the Yankees bought his contract, DH'd him, and they oh played. Oh, my God. Imagine. That would be ridiculous. And then uh, <laughs> and then had uh, Aaron Judge on the same team. They, they look like brothers. They, they really do. Yeah. They, they look like, uh, yeah. They, they, like, Aaron Judge looks like he could hit 50 homers, too. I know. He also he might hit 180, but he really looks like, he looks insane, Aaron Judge. Like, if you're just watching him when he hits a homer. Yeah, yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, 13th, you've got my boyfriend, Ryan Braun. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, your projections look fine don't let, uh Don't let Jared Weaver hear you. I know. Or Joe <laughs> Ross. What was that, Joe Ross? <laughs> Had to mix it in somewhere. 
Hey, Gray, where are you now? <laughs> you have the, uh, yeah, I like how you always have that on the ready. <laughs> always have it ready. Alright, enough of that. I hope they, uh, anytime you have to ask someone, where are they now, you just play that song. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have it like. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I'll be home at like seven, and then we can do dinner, like, after I get home. Like, okay, wife, <laughs> I have one question for you. Where are you now? <laughs> I need to get it on a yak back and just have it in my pocket at all times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, agree there with Braun Cespedes, I mean You have a 14th, I think that's about right I just for some reason Never want, I I can't remember The last time I've owned Cespedes on a fantasy team Maybe way long time ago In the A's, but it's been a while Yeah, oh, he's been he's been pretty good He's, yeah seasons now. He yeah. hasn't uh, He doesn't have, he plays He seems to stay on the field And he gives you uh yeah, he gives you decent stats. I mean, nothing. He's he's not. I don't. You know, you see him, and it's it's probably it's floor versus ceiling. Uh, with him more being a floor uh, type guy, yeah. where you know, like Trumbo, who I have ranked after uh, Cepetis, I think uh, <laughs> Trumbo has a higher ceiling but a lower floor. A lower floor where uh, Jonas is. I mean, his floor and ceiling are pretty similar. Like he's either hitting. 27 homers or he's hitting 32 homers i don't i don't see him hitting 45 homers and stealing 20 bases like there's just there's very little upside with cepetas but i don't think there's a ton of downside either agree but i think that's why i usually pass on him because that's he's going what like third round or so ish uh, i think maybe fourth or fifth but yeah not i mean not too far i from just there. i feel like i want more upside that early but uh yeah, yeah. All no, right. I I hear you. Upside with not as with not huge downside. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, all right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean that. No, I'm saying that's what you want. Like, you, that's. I mean, ideally, you want you know not as much downside, but you want much more upside than Cepetas. Right now, I uh, he's at, he's ranked 47th overall at uh, at one of these ESPN ranking jobber things. So. <laughs> You know, that's about, I feel like that's about, you know, uh, where, that's about right, I think, for I where got, he's going. I got drunk with my friends, and I got, I, I was out late, and I, I got one of those uh, ESPN ranking jobbers. <laughs> we, were, we were in the, uh, we were in this back alley, and my, and my friend was like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? I'm getting one of those, uh, you know, ranking jobbers. Why don't you get out of here? This is embarrassing. I can't believe you. Why you don't walk in on me while I'm getting a ranking jobber? Uh, Gregory Polanco six. Have, uh, but and I have actually I have Cepetis at forty six overall. So forty seven overall at ESPN ranking jobber, and I got a uh, forty six overall. So I have them pretty much the same as ESPN, which is you know that's just randomly coincidental. But there you go. I think. Uh, I think his ADP is probably around there too. Yeah, yeah that seems right. And uh, I'd say we for another forty-five minutes we just talk about where Cepetus is ranked overall. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. There you go. <laughs> ah, man. All right, you've got Gregory Plunko sixteenth. Uh, I think everyone agrees he's got good upside. Just needs to stay a little healthier. Remember, he had a lot of like day-to-day issues last year. 
Yeah, a little bit. Uh, he, he had a pretty decent year last year, yeah, though. I think that's fine. Yeah, I think overall on the uh, player rater, he, he came down a little bit in the second half. I think that was because of injuries. But for the most part, I didn't think he was a top 25 outfielder overall last year. Yeah, and he's still young, so it could improve. Yeah, um, I, uh, he, I feel like he has a bunch of upside that we haven't even seen yet. Like he, um, like he could hit 25 homers and steal 35 bases and we'll be like, yeah, that's not, I don't think that's too out of the realm of possibility. Um, he was the 21st overall outfielder last year for what it was for what it's worth. All right. Um, all right. So you have David Dahl 17th. He's a big sleeper for you. I never bet against cores either. Uh, I like him as a player. I, doesn't the playing time concern you a little bit? Mm, no, not really. Not not as of right now. I. Where do you think uh, Para? Yeah, I mean, don't. I mean, they're gonna play Para some, aren't they? Eh, eh, they didn't really play him last year. He got hurt. I though. really. Uh, he, he played. He was playing every day until he like jacked up his ankle or something like that. Yeah, well, Dahl wasn't around that last year. I mean, Dahl played. And True. you know, basically, became, Parra became a uh, a fourth outfielder once uh, Dahl was on the scene. I think uh, I really believe that Gonzalez or Blackman are getting traded too. I mean, I, I'm not yeah. ranking Dahl necessarily on that. I just I, I kind of think that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dahl's a uh, if he gets 550 at bats, he's a 2020 guy. Well, I I I'd be surprised if he doesn't get there. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you never, Rocky managers are always ridiculous with their, uh, playing time choices. Like right now, I think Walters is, uh, the catch, starting catcher where Tom Murphy is so obvious. Damn it, Gray. This is not the catcher podcast. Oh, oh, I thought we were going to sprinkle in a couple <laughs> I'm catchers. just kidding. You could sprinkle it <laughs> no, in. No, no, All right, let's move on. Um. Well, uh, I will bring up every opportunity to talk about Rymel Tapia. If they do trade Blackman or Cargo, that means Tapia would play a lot as well. Oh, yeah. Love yeah, no, Tapia. Would definitely, yeah, I love Tapia. Yeah. Um, um, another yeah. concern, uh, though, not, is... Not, uh, by the way, not Tilapia. No. I do not like Tilapia. No, for those, no. For those out there looking to... Uh, Buy me a gift. Don't send me tilapia. <laughs> you know what? You should probably tell people not to send you any fish. I don't know why you would want that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of smoke salmon. You know, a, a okay. little lox. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like little lox. You know, uh, not yeah. bad. It's great breakfast. Lox oh, on a bagel. Oh, my God. Oh, Put yeah. it on a bagel, cream cheese, a little cake. A couple capers. Uh, a little shallot. Yeah. Oh, oh now you're talking. Oh, oh, my God. And then, oh. And the best is when they have a little sliced cucumber. Oh my god! I'm gonna I go to town on that. But yeah, tilapia. No thanks. <laughs> I love that the cucumber is what put it over the top. Oh um, my god! A little cucumber, just a little. <laughs> oh man! All right, your your bias against AJ Pollock is still knows no bounds. I think at <laughs> I don't eight, think I don't think so. At, I really it, don't. Uh, you hate him. It's like no, it's I he's like the uh, reverse don't. of Jared Weaver for. I don't. For you. And again, this is just I'm like, this is weird how this is working out. But at one of those ESPN ranking jobbers, they got jobbers? Pollock at fifty eight overall. 
I have him at 59 overall, so I don't really Everyone's hate him. Everyone's too low. I, I think A.J. Pollock's like a third rounder. I, I have no what? idea why you guys what? hate A.J. Pollock so much. What? Are you crazy? What, what What's not to like? I mean, okay, he had the, like, bolt in his elbow come out or some crap like that. It's supposed to be, like... Oh, oh that's it. Oh, just the old bolt in the elbow. <laughs> Whatever it was. It's fixed now. <laughs> yeah, he just uh, His doctor grabbed the Ikea manual and got the bolt in the elbow back in there. He, he oh. you know, it's very small sample, but he played really, really well as he came back from injury. Uh, you know, he hit 244 with the Diamondbacks and 41 at-bats, but, you know, killed it in his minor stints. He looked like... I... What? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a ton of risk with him. I, I think if he's healthy and he's back to where he was before the injury, then, yeah, no, I, I think he's a bargain where I have him ranked. I You know, but there's... Those risks are involved. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no getting around that he didn't really play last year because of an elbow injury. I mean, no, that... but it was, it wasn't like it was like a plate that was in there that came out that he had to get permanently fixed. It, it, I, I don't know. His another injury he had was a broken hand. It's not like he's, you know, <laughs> oh. getting like, you know, hamstring pulls every other. It's not like John Carlo with like constant leg stuff and. You know, just body issues. It's like the one time. Okay, all things. right, all right. I I got you. So where where are you taking Pollock then? Where would you put him? You would put him in the above JD Martinez, above Giancarlo. Yeah. You take him ten. Yeah, actually, I think that's a perfect spot. I I still want Desmond ahead of him because I think that could be a huge year. Um, maybe I'd take JD Martinez. Depends on if I've gotten any steals yet with my first pick or two. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but kind so of in that... you're him around the, the 10th or 11th outfielder off the board. Yeah. Which would so be... you're, go- you're going basically Marte, Desmond, Pollock, or Marte, Desmond, J.D. Martinez, Pollock. Kind of, in, yeah, in that range. Okay. okay. All so right. I, I think he's a phenomenal value. Like I said, like middle to late third round, if he's there, which it sounds like he's going to be in most drafts, he's going to be on a lot of my teams. All right. Okay. So. All right. Uh, 19, you have Will Myers. Uh, I think he's. Uh, that's yeah, I love Will Myers this year, by the way. You do? Yeah, I'm kind of feeling Will Myers. I think, I think he was really underrated last year. I think he already had his his uh, breakout, and we didn't even realize it last year. He uh, was. I think a, a lot of people realized it. Five overall guy, uh, uh, not not for outfielders. I'm saying for every. He was a he was a top five outfielder last year. Will I Myers. know. I know. A lot I of mean, that was the first was actually, half. He was the seventeenth. He was the fifteenth best hitter last year for the entire uh for the entire league that's not outfielders that's not first baseman he was the 15th best hitter that's you know i mean that for he's not old he he's already done it uh i think he's really underrated considering you know like guys like carlos correa are still they're being drafted in the top 15 and they had a down year last year well myers had a breakout year last year that no one is acknowledging. So I'm I'm liking Will Myers. I think he's coming at a nice discount. Uh, I think he's a good. He's probably a 25-15 guy. I think there's upside from there. Right. I I don't disagree with your ranking. I just uh, I I was gonna say that feels about right. So I guess if the consensus is lower than where you have him, then yeah, he would be a value. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know where. I actually don't know where uh, the consensus has them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, I could pull one of those up. I'll pull up one of those fantasy pros jobbers. <laughs> yeah, do one of them jobbers. A professional jobber. Uh, hey, 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 kid, come here. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. This got out of control. Uh, you got Yelich 20. I think that seems about right. Uh, so let's, all right, now I'm going to start kind of cherry picking some guys. Cause I want to get, I want to get to the sleepers at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you still like Max Kepler a lot. 22. Really, su- really surprised. So, now he is ranked. So he's ranked like 200 spots after where I have. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Which, not, it's kind of ridiculous how high I yeah, have. You are Kepler. a little crazy about Kepler. <laughs> Kepler crazy. I know. I know. I didn't, that's weird because I wasn't expecting that, but that's good though. I think you can really, you can sort of uh, understand. Uh, I, I think you can put aside like perception and really focus on the stats when you're when you're looking at stuff like this, where it's like you know Kepler is a he's a twenty five fifteen guy. He's like basically Will Myers. Um, he just, you know, he just hasn't quite done it yet, but he was on his way last year. I like him. I think, uh, I think Kepler is going to be, he's going to be a huge value for, if you're drafting, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily take him as high as I have him ranked because it's simply, you don't have to, you could, you could wait like a hundred picks after where I have him. I have him at 75 overall. You could probably wait till 175 and still get him. Uh, but I definitely would get him. I would draft him in all my leagues. I think he's going to be – he's hugely undervalued. Agree. I like him as well. His plate discipline's great. Uh, his last big stretch in the minors, double uh, A 2015, 13.9% walks, 13.1% strikeouts. So he's more walks and strikeouts. Was so 9.4 to 20.8 in the majors, which isn't bad at all, especially in this day and age. Had a low Babbitt last year. Just the, the power – you know, he had 17 in how many games last year? He had 17 uh, in, in less than 400 at-bats. Yeah, 113 games, 396 at-bats. I mean, he had only nine in that double-A stint when he was playing well. I mean, a lot. we see this a lot. Like Mookie Betts, for example, guys that don't have huge power in the minors and it develops as they, they hit the majors. Yeah, he's only 24 and he's going to be – He's and the Twins have no one else to play – uh, in front of him or anything. So he's easy, the cleanup hitter, at worst, the the, the number five hitter for the, yeah. for the entire season. He's going to be, he'll get 575 at-bats, uh, hitting fifth, maybe fourth. Um, he's shown to be, you know, he, he only hit 235 last year, but he had, like you said, he had a low bat. Low but bat he's, a two, yeah. he's a 260 hitter. He doesn't strike out average. a ton. Yeah. He walks a lot. I think, yeah, I think he's going to be great. I, I'm really excited about Kepler. All right. I, I, I think with your projections, I agree on the average. I think that it'll be much better than what we saw last year. I just, the homers, I, I don't know if he's going to be a 20 homer guy, even in most most of a season. <coughs> Maybe he will. I don't know. We'll see how he develops. I, I like him, but I think you have him a, a little too high. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because, uh, like, I'm uh, excited. I'll still take Cargo over him. Ugh, I don't like Matt Kemp at all, but I'd still probably take Matt Kemp over him. And yeah, Adam Jones! I got Adam Jones! 
<laughs> Woo! I'm just proving you wrong. Yeah, a little callback. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, so I'd take all three of those guys over him, but I think, you know, I'd have him, you know, top 30 or 40, and I'd still be able to get him in most leagues. So, yeah. Um, you love your mezuzah. Yeah, I Why do, do you keep I, loving I'm, mezuzah? I'm about the mezuzah. I, uh, I think he's, you know, I think he's another, like, He's a guy just waiting to break out. He unfortunately doesn't have any uh, speed, really. So that 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 dings him a little bit because he has to hit for a good average and power, which he can do. Um, I'm a little uh, – I, I need to see a little bit – like there's a chance like, – right now I have him as the 26th outfielder, uh, and there's a chance that I could drop him about 15 outfielder ranks – uh, because I have to see exactly how the Rangers are are going to play him uh, in the spring. I want to yeah. see uh, if if he's going to be platooned, then I'm going to have to drop him. Uh, like I I ranked him, and then they they signed uh, Napoli, and that and that pushed uh, which which McCall that pushed uh, that pushed uh, Mezuzah into a potential platoon. So I, I have to see. Yeah, but, against... yeah, I like I like him a lot though. I think um, I think he's like a he's a twenty-seven to thirty homer, two eighty guy if he gets the uh, at bats. So I'm a big fan. Yeah, I mean the the splits weren't great. Hit two thirty four with only one home run against lefties and a hundred yeah, at bats. That could be the problem. He may. Yeah. Lefties, and so I mean, 400 at bats, he had 19 homers against righties, hit 274, so just much better. Yeah, but he's young. We'll see. I, I just, man, Texas loves to jack around their prospects. Are we ever going to see Joey Gallo play baseball? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, go, uh, Gallo, uh, he should probably. They should probably just trade him for a bullpen arm and let him play somewhere else. Because I, I don't see him actually playing anytime soon. Uh, I think. You know, with Napoli, unless Napoli gets injured, I don't know where Gallo's ever going to play. Uh, at least this year, there's there's really little chance of it. Um, I think uh, you know, and then they they signed James Loney. They're they just a bunch of it's a bunch of crap uh, <laughs> old guys that they keep signing and pushing these uh, rookies who, who could be playing every day. They should be. You know, they have a. The Rangers have a decent enough core, but then they go and get guys like uh, Gomez and Napoli and Loney and eh, whatever. So you have a great injustice with the next guy I want to bring up here. Like, I like Byron Buxton. You have him 27th. That's not the worst thing in the world. But why do you hate Andrew Benatendi so much? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Is that, you sound like uh, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're giving me the uh, the the Ralph uh, interrogation. Do I sound I, like ra- Rapid Ralph or Help Helper Ralph? Which one Ralph, do I sound Ralph, like? Ralph or Help? Uh, yeah, no, our uh, our prospect guy, uh, Prospector Ralph. He uh, he's a big Benintendi guy. He's also a Red Sox fan, but I think he likes <laughs> Benintendi even without the Red Sox thing. Even well, I mean, maybe not. It's hard. I don't know. Can you separate the two? I'm not sure. Probably not. But there's. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but I, I don't think I'm necessarily that you know uh, down on him. I just think Benintendi is you know I don't know. I was 
I'm higher than anyone else for in projections as far as I've seen. I've seen projections for him higher than 15 homers uh, for the season. I have him at 16 homers. I mean, I don't. I, it's like it's hard to be crazy excited about a guy who could potentially be 15 a 15 15 guy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What well, am I missing? What, what am I? If he if he do hits, you think he's a more of a twenty five homer guy? I mean, I think you're 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 lessening what he's going to do in runs and RBIs too. I mean, they're saying he's probably going to hit second. There's there's no way he doesn't get to a hundred runs if he plays the whole year, if not a ton more. He's a great on base guy. You know, fifteen to twenty home runs, fifteen to twenty steals. If he scores a hundred runs and hits three hundred, that's a phenomenal season. Yeah, that's uh. That's Bogarts, more or less, which, you know, and Bogart, I mean, you know, different positions, but I mean, that's more or less that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's just a bunch of risk involved here with uh, a guy who has, you know, less than uh, 100 and he has 105 major league at bats under his belt. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I am a little bit too negative on him. I like him, too. I didn't expect to be considered uh, negative. I thought he, I thought I was being positive on him. I just don't, I just don't know how much more positive I can be. And yeah, fans. Everyone. I mean, everyone else has the, uh, you know, like I said, I'm actually, I have more, I haven't projected for more homers than anyone else I've seen. Yeah. You know, the, the, uh, most, the most optimistic besides me has them for 13 homers. It's nothing. I mean, that's terrible. Third, a 13, 12, 13 homers and 12 steals is the next highest projection I see. So I'm going to be honest, Gray. I haven't done a ton of ADP stuff yet. I've just kind of gone on, on feel of what I'm, you know, because a lot of ADP and all this stuff is still too young of data and all that stuff. We'll, we'll get more into it when we're really starting to draft in March. But, yeah, Fantasy Pros, 118 for Benintendi. That's preposterous. They have Odabel Herrera over Benintendi. They've got yeah, Adam I like, Eaton I over like Herrera, I like Herrera, but I, I take Benintendi in front of well, Herrera. I, I have Benintendi at 97 overall. So, yeah, so I, have, I have him above the ADP. So, I mean, I also like Zips. Um, the Zips projections has him at 12 homers and 13 steals. Steamer has him at 10 homers and 13 steals. I mean, I don't, I just don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I have him at 16 homers and 19 steals. I'm being way more, so, I'm being way more optimistic than most. Well, but. then I, I'm, me and, me and Ralph apparently are going to be riding this, but I'm going to get him on a ton of, like, I don't wonder, how is the risk of him any, any, I, I feel like Buxton's more risky because we've seen him have a lot of trouble with like horrible strikeout streaks in the yeah. majors. Ben attendee has only been successful. Right. Yeah, no, I mean that's fair. I have Buxton uh projected for a two a two thirty two average. So I don't necessarily think Buxton's gonna fix his K's completely. But I do think Buxton has easy speed over Ben attendee. I think he's uh oh, yes. you know, I, sure. I think I think he's just faster, just in just in general. Of whether he, whether he's on base enough to make those steals, I guess, is uh, debatable. Um, Buxton also had a great. He when he came back from the minors last year, he looked really good. He looked like he had corrected a lot of issues. Yeah, and Buxton was always. I mean, Buxton was Benintendi. Well, he wasn't Benintendi last year, but I mean, he was a high ranking 
prospect coming into last year. I mean, people oh, love sure. Buxton. I know. So it's not like he's, you know, it's not like Buxton's just like a guy with no pedigree that's just happened to have a good month last year. I know. Uh, I agree. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not arguing that. I just, I just think you put Benatini, there's rumors he's going to hit second. You put him in that lineup, man, he, he could have a monster year. So looks like I'm going to have a lot of A.J. Pollock, Benatini outfields. Where I I have him, I have Ben Intendi, uh ninety six overall. Where are you are you drafting him in the seventh round? Like where are you taking Ben Intendi that you're getting him in all these leagues? Sounds like yeah, I'm, I haven't done any drafts yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying though, if I'm taking him in the ninth round, you're taking him in the seventh, the eighth, the sixth. Like how high would you say you're going to take him? Probably like the eighty to ninety range. Yeah. So, right. not so, that, bit, not so that different. Not that different from you. I guess you're right. So right. I'm looking. Okay. At, I'm looking at fantasy pros. You know, uh, you know, I'd probably take him over Chris Davis, who um, you have ranked pretty close to each other. But there's some other guys. Like I'd probably still take Rendon over him. Chris Davis with a K. Yeah, Adam Jones. I'd still take over him. I think it's close. So yeah, right around that range. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Let's get some more people in here. Uh, I love your McCutcheon rank at 33rd. You're not getting them anywhere. No. I have uh, no interest in McCutcheon. Yeah, I, I don't really either. Darn, I, I, I loved him when he was in his prime. I'm done with him now. Uh, if he comes back and he has a, uh, you know, if, if his rankings start meeting where reality is next year, maybe I'll be back in on him. But as of right now, McCutcheon is a... 20 homer five to seven steel guy and he's going in like the top 50 which is ludicrous yeah I, i'm with you there um then you got a couple interesting bounce back guys uh right below him justin upton and jose bautista not really seeing a huge bounce back for either huh no no i'm not i upton's had he's had we've given upton so many chances i know yeah. he's just so he's like unownable for three Three to four months of the season, you can't have that. Even not, I'm not even talking just head to head leagues. Even the roto leagues. I mean, it's such a drain having Upton on your team. And yeah. Batista, I think, is just old. Yeah, I think so too. I'm, I might take a flyer on Batista if he fell to around this range. I think you have him in about the right area, like eighth or this ninth is, round. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Well, I mean, it's interesting to me. That's why I wrote it. But so in uh, Batista's blurb that I have in the top 40 outfielders, I listed a bunch of guys. So I listed Chris Davis with a C, Lorenzo Kane, Hayward, Brandon Belt, Ellsbury, Brantley, Carlos Gomez, and Hanley, and Jose Batista. Uh, and Hunter Pence, A.J. Pollock, Schwerber and Giancarlo. Those are all outfielders that were in the top 30 last year in the preseason that did not end up in the top 30 at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, the second group were the injury guys. Right? right, but still, I mean, that a ton of guys got old last year in the outfield, which has really depleted the outfield overall. <laughs> They're so old that there's about to be angels in the outfield. Oh, what? Hey! Oh, look- calm yourself. Seriously. <laughs> Fine, I will. <laughs> okay, um, Billy Hamilton at 37. Yeah, you're not getting him anywhere. No. 
This is gonna be. By the way, I ain't ranked a hundred outfielders. The way we're going, this is gonna be a four-hour podcast. I know. We got to move this quicker. It's gonna be like the Michael Samillo podcast. Well, he's the <laughs> last one I want to talk about. In your top forty. This is the Deer Hunter podcast for everyone. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I, I think Hamilton belongs a little higher. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, we don't really have time to discuss it, but all right, whatever, <laughs> fine. All right, let's look at your forty through six. We're not gonna get to everyone. Oh my god. Well, it's it's your fault. You're telling me how your your grandpa's hanging out with trannies and then peppering in catchers. Don't have time for any of that. Transgender karaoke. Come on. <laughs> uh, Yasmani o- Tomas. L-B-G-Y-N-O. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yasmani Tomas, 44. You think he's going to pretty much repeat his season? Uh, you know, I think he could. I think I could have ranked him higher, to be honest, if I, yeah. if I thought he was going to repeat his season. Uh, I think I might have been a little bit too down on Yasmani Tomas. Uh, I think he is. He's a, you know, maybe 25 to 30 guy, uh, Homer-wise, that is. Uh, and I have him ranked at 44th outfielder. Probably, I want to guess, I have him ranked maybe 175th overall around there, maybe 150th overall. Um, yeah, I think I might. I think Yasmani could be a little bit higher if you're going for, uh, you know, if you're going for what he brings to the table. So I, what I mean is by this point in the draft, you're kind of drafting for your own team more versus really where ranks are. Yes. Um, like I have, uh, I have Jonas, uh, what Jonas, uh, Leonis. I have Leonis Mar- Martin uh, above Yasmani Tomas. Um, but if your team is heavy on speed, there's no way you take Martin above Tomas. I mean, you definitely take Yasmani in front of him. So, you know, at this point, you're kind of looking at your own team versus really what rankings are saying. Yeah, agree. I love that you love Keon Broxton. Neon Keon! Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, he, he made a dramatic uh, stance change, and he was awful. Went down to the minors, changed it, came to the majors, and was awesome. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think Broxton has a chance to be a, a top – 20 outfielder next year if everything comes together in the right Easily. way. Easily. I mean, he's in a hitter's park. He's on a team that loves to run. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. Love, love him. Uh, Lorenzo Cain, all the way down at 50th. I mean, that seems about right. Your just projection for him is actually really, really strong, though. Yeah. But he's still, I think he's still uh, slotted in the, the three hole for the Royals, right? Um, so that, that automatically gives him. You know, decent counting stats. I mean, the Royals, I don't think, are going to be necessarily the best team. But if you're hitting third for anyone, even the Padres, I mean, hitting third helps you a lot. Uh, and the uh, Royals seem to be a, uh, yeah, like he, they seem to be a team where Yost, he tends to just send out the same lineup. Like he doesn't really bounce guys around. So if Kane is batting third on opening day, He'll probably be batting third the entire season if he stays healthy. So that gives him eighty to eight, you know, eighty to eighty-five runs and RBIs, easy, even on a bad team, um, which I think the Royals may be this year. Uh, and then you have power and speed, and Kane is, you know, probably twelve to fifteen homers. Uh, 
17 to 22 steals in that range. So, yeah, I mean, he's not terrible. He just doesn't – it's just not that exciting anymore. I think he's uh, – I think he's getting to the point where he's he's losing speed. He's getting older. Um, he was caught stealing a ton last year. Uh, so, yeah, there's – he's got issues. Uh, but I don't necessarily hate him. I just don't think I'm going to be drafting him because I have ranked him pretty low. Yeah, you just have you have him for 14 homers, 20 steals, 285, 80-ish runs and RBIs. If he hits all that, he'll end up being a pretty good value. Yeah, yeah, he'll bro- that's probably top 35 value if he were to actually get that agreed. All right. uh, you got Brantley at 60. Eh, yeah, yeah, I mean. Brantley's actually, you know, this is goofy. Uh, this is going to be, uh, wait, you're posting, you're putting this podcast up tomorrow? Oh, uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, well, when so, people uh, listen to this, it'll be up today. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, my bad. I didn't mean to mess up people's calendars. Everyone's like, wait a minute, it's tomorrow? Wait a minute, this is this going up tomorrow? <laughs> um, now, what I was going to say is I... I was my post that's going up on Tuesday, which is the day I guess this podcast is going up. <laughs> I um, <laughs> hello Tuesday. I have a post about the uh, ESPN rankings versus my own rankings. Ooh, love and, those. Uh, yeah. yeah, Brandley. I <laughs> Brandley's ranked I think 150 spots ahead in ESPN. Like ESPN's rankings have him like top 50 overall oh good god I don't, even, I don't even understand how they got to, they came to that conclusion it's like yeah. goofy i don't i think they just don't they don't really care there's there's a there's a glitch in their jobber I know, yeah their jobber got a little <laughs> all right uh starting to take a look at some of the deeper league guys a little look at your 60 to 80 um yeah, probably in twelve out in twelve teams, these are probably your fifth out. Yeah, Gerard Dyson's always an interesting flyer for steals late. Um, I like uh, Manuel Margot a lot too. Yeah, he's got he's got speed. Uh, what's their outfield right now? It's Margot and Renfro and uh, uh, Janowski. Is Jankowski? Yeah, Jankowski. Okay, so so all three of them have a spot right now. Yeah, they all. Yeah. Okay. And they all kind of bring the same thing, but they have a uh, Spang. Don't they have Spanglenberg as a, uh, a fourth outfielder? Yeah, and he can play infield. He's platoon. <laughs> he's teams. also his stats. I mean, he's like if you look at his projections versus a lot of uh, bench players, like his projections are insane for a lot of uh, for a lot of projection systems. Not not for mine. I, I don't necessarily think. Uh, he's going to play enough to uh, reach any of his projections. But I think, uh, like, if you were to prorate him out, he's at, he's like a 16-homer, 25-steal guy, according to the projections. Interesting. If you were to If he actually played, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, um, Jankowski, Margot, and uh, Renfro. Oh, who are, I actually, I like that outfield. Yeah, I it's like, actually, uh, and I like Myers. I kind of like. It's weird to think of that, but I kind of like the top six, uh, top five, or yeah, Schimpf actually isn't bad too. Uh, maybe the top six guys for the Padres. Yeah. They're uh, they should be embarrassed of themselves with how awful 
they uh, they went out after um, free agent pitching this year. I mean, they I was really about to say, like, you love their lineup. I mean, their pitching looks great. They got veteran leadership and uh, Jared Weaver. <laughs> oh my god! A- he's, the anchor. <laughs> he's the anchor. He's the ace of the staff. Okay. Oh um, want to mention real quick, Kevin Kiermeyer? Any chance he could be like a a sneaky twenty twenty five kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, I think there is that possibility. I think he's also though he's the kind of guy who you're you when you own him and he's giving you the fourteen homers and twenty steals and you're in like May and he has two homers and four steals and you're like, Why do I have this guy yeah, on my team? I know exact I've owned him in a couple leagues before and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just hard. It's it's hard to have a guy like that, even though at the end of the year, he probably will give you the stats. You know what? Those kind of guys are better in like AL or NL only type leagues where you have absolutely no option but to start them and you don't have any waiver uh, uh, options either. So, yeah. All right. Uh, and then I don't, I don't really like them, but I think you're, there's, there's a flyer you could still take on Jason Hayward. Ranking them yeah. 80 is like not drafted. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Maybe I ranked him a, a bit too low. You're right. I have him ranked in a place where he wouldn't be drafted in 12-team leagues. You might as well and, draft uh, him and hope. I don't know. I mean, if you look at last year, you would have oh, been he's... a hell of a lot better dropping him than owning him. <laughs> so. Now, that's a good point. But, I mean, if he looks awful, you drop him. If someone else picks him up, it's not like someone's picking up a top-20 outfielder. You know, you you know what I mean. Like you're not gonna like get you're not gonna give away value if he's really cold the first couple weeks and you drop him. Right. So I I don't know. I think he's worth a flyer, but yeah. I mean it's it's whatever. I I we're I'm nitpicking at this. I don't think. Uh, and I, I I do I will say with the, the whole Hayward flyer, I think there's a good possibility if Baez and Schwerber are healthy, Hayward gets benched a lot. In the and you know coming out of the gate and then you're like I I don't know why I drafted this guy he's not even playing so I don't know maybe there's a, there's a chance Hayward could end up being a a bench guy if he doesn't if he doesn't hit or if he plays as well as he played last year it, only so much of his defense is going to keep him on the field I think yeah. I don't know I mean defense uh, I mean his BABIP was super low last year he's still. Had a decent K to walk. He just he, he has so many ground balls. So many ground though. balls. I know. I know. And there's not even. It's not even like that was just a last year thing. It looks it was, like it's always that, been a thing. Actually, yeah, ground yeah. balls went way down compared to the year before. Forty six percent ground balls to uh, last year. Two years ago, fifty seven percent. Yeah. Well, oh. that that was kind of an outlier. Yeah. I mean, he's about what he was. Wow, his line drive rate over twenty percent wasn't that bad. I don't know. It's not much upside, but I'll take the flyer. Mm. Um, taking a look at your last year, eighty through hundred. I'm trying to find someone interesting to talk about here. Uh, oh, a lot of people. I liked, uh, Hanager a lot. Uh, that's I what think... I was gonna say. That's where I was going to. Hanager is the last pick or yeah. so. I, I think it'd be interesting. I on the Diamondbacks now. I will say that. I didn't... True, but he should play almost every day for uh, Seattle, right? I don't know. I, I I'm not. I wouldn't be. Uh, I, I wouldn't. As the kids say, I'm not a hundred on that. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not he, uh, another late round pick. Their GM like really raved about him, but of course, a GM that trades for someone's going to do that. So whatever. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, I, sure, he, he as of right now, he does have a starting job, but I don't know. They could, you know, maybe Danny. They tried Danny Valencia in right field. Uh, they have they have some options. Not not a ton. Uh, I think uh, Kettle Marte as. Uh, which was, he's actually on the Diamondbacks now. Excuse me. Um, I think uh, I think there's a chance Hanniger could break out. I like him. That's all. I'll just say he's, there's no there's no definite with him, but I do like him. All right. Um. You you have Tapia ninety nine. That's awesome. You have him in there. Hopefully he gets playing time. Uh. Last one. I'm. Oh, you're number ninety one. Andrew Tolls. Love it. Ariel Bias. I have him on my Ariel team. I talked about him last year a couple times. Uh, he's, I think he could hit 300 and get steals. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like him too. I don't know if he's going to play necessarily every day, but I do, uh, I do like him just as a pure Sagnoff guy. I think he's got, he's got steals. He's got feet to, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're not drafting him in standard leagues, but in Anna only. Yeah. I, I loved mean, him before the uh, Dodgers went out and got foresight because Tolls was going to lead off in front of Seager. Now, I think Tolls will probably be a, in the eight hole, and he may even platoon with uh, Ethier, or they got uh, the big fragu, uh, Franklin yeah. Gutierrez, uh, Enrique Hernandez. They have a few guys that could play outfield with Tolls, so he may platoon a little bit, but... If he's in the lineup and you're in a daily league, he could be a great pickup off of waivers just for steals, if nothing else. I think average too. You have him for only two fifty one. I mean, he's hit three hundred like every stop, including yeah. his major league. Yeah, time, I so. might be uh, a little bit too. Man, uh, but that's we're nitpicking NL only people now. And then Gray, yeah. you treated your rankings just like you do when you talk on the podcast. You say eighty to hundred on your outfielders. And you go all the way down to 135? What is that about? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> actually, I have. I should uh, take out 135 and, uh, and make it only 134. Trace Thompson, because of uh, Logan Forsythe, he, Trace Thompson got moved to the minors. Um, and Darren Ruff, I don't even think he's in. He, got, he signed with, like, Korea or something, I think, or Japan. So who do you have ranked 107 outfield? Uh, what, do I have someone at 107? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Ben Revere. No, no wait, 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 no, wait, wait, which one? Wait, Denard Span or Ben Revere? Is it, is it, is it Denard Span at one or Ben Revere? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll give you another uh, another uh, NL only guy that okay. I like that I have that I have ranked really late. Uh, Jared Parker. I think there's a uh, a chance there uh, for you know. I, I mean, he's maybe platooning, maybe nothing, but in the NL only, it's. I think he's going to be definitely worth a flyer. Um, oh, Gray. Gray right. ranked 128th at outfield for you. Oh, oh no. Oh, Delano oh. Oh, no. Oh. oh, 
Oh, that's depressing. I know. I, I, I'm ending the podcast on such a down note. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like the end of Reservoir Dogs. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about number 125, just to bring it up a little Fine. bit. Fine. Hey, Louis Princeton. Yeah. You, you yeah, know, you the only... He, when do you think he gets called I back? I don't know. The Brewers have so many fucking outfielders. It's so <laughs> frustrating. I, and they won't move Braun to first base. And well, they got Thames now, so there's no reason to. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. He he's got Thank all you. the talent in the world. He's gonna put up ridiculous numbers in Colorado Springs. Talking and, about Lewis Brinson, by the way. Did I not I say know. his name yet? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you did. I, uh, uh, he's a Brewers uh, prospect. Yeah, uh, he's a, a, a top um, prospect in all of baseball. We but yeah, I, okay. So would you do Brinson for? Uh, Italian? Yes. Any day. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'd absolutely you gotta, I, If you're the Brewers, don't you gotta move him for an, a, a pitcher? Hopefully. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think your, uh, your Brewers team, I don't know if they really understand how to, uh, how to put together a, uh, well, a team. I think the hope would know. be to trade. Well, there's, not, we're still I'm rebuilding. Not trying, to be a, not trying to be a negative Nancy on your Brewers. We've made a lot know. of good trades. Like yeah. the value's been there, they're just we're still rebuilding. We're not assembling a winning team yet. I, I think hope, maybe the hope is by the trade deadline, Braun can go to a contender and get a really good starting pitcher mix, and then bring Brinson up. Maybe, yeah, I, uh, maybe yeah, maybe that's maybe, the goal. So yeah, that wouldn't be bad. So you're so you're saying maybe late July for Brinson is when we see him. Yeah, unless unless Keon gets hurt or you know Sunday gets hurt. That's Domingo Santana. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or Braun gets hurt. Really, if if any of them get hurt, he'll he'll probably get called up. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I I don't think we're seeing him before June, no matter what the injury. Oh, is. you're probably right. You're probably right. they'll probably do some vet. Is Kirk Newenhouse still on the team? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to say that. Oh I don't my know. god! All right. Well, we got to get out of here. That was uh, our outfield preview. Hopefully, you liked it. We'll be going through the rest of the positions uh, in the next few weeks here. We're moving to weekly podcasts again, so we'll be with you every Tuesday uh, through the rest of the season. And uh, not next show, but the show after is when we're going to do it in person, Gray. Uh, yeah, what are we doing? Are we doing it in Arizona? Are we uh, doing it in LA? I don't know. We haven't really, I haven't really thought about it yet. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we, we can kind of play it by ear. Maybe, maybe we should do... Like uh, a few minutes at every game. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should do it. We'll do it like a. Uh, it'll be like a podcast relay race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds really great. Oh, uh, that actually. You can't tell. As I said, that I rolled my eyes. Uh, yeah, I don't want to edit that either. <laughs> All right, we... really awesome idea. <laughs> All right, we got to get out here. We'll be back next week with, uh, I don't know, we'll figure out some positions to talk about or some shit. I don't know. All right. Uh, for JB, oh, wait, do, do you say, I say for Gray, this is JB. Is that how you do a sign off? I don't even know. Oh, my God. We've only been doing this shit for like, three years. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, come on. Like, you, everyone knows I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's a good. That's a good sign off. All right. All right until next time. Um, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. Goodbye. <laughs> Later, Chris.
Um, okay, so yeah, I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, oh, I, I had one other question. Do you want to just do outfielders? Because we need to start doing position previews, but I think outfielders yeah. is long enough that that should be plenty to talk. We can talk out of our asses for a long time. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.